Welcome to Jazz Short, Sean, and everyone else. But Sean, do you uh, have you gotten a new pair of Donovan Mitchell shoes yet? I haven't because I haven't been releasing public. Oh, you know. But I'm planning to. He didn't copy one. I didn't copy one. Oh, okay. No, I didn't copy one. Uh, <laughs> I'm planning to though. Are you planning to? Per- uh, probably not. If anybody, if anybody out there has an Adidas friends and family discount. Uh, please send it my way. You can email it to jfurlong at ksl.com. That's my burner email account. Also, oh. send any, like, anything that you don't like about this podcast, send it to that, that email address. <laughs> jfurlong at ksl.com. Yeah, so um, late June, usually a dead time or the awaiting period between the draft and free agency. So you know what Donovan Mitchell did? He just came and swooped in and pretty much stole the entire week. We've got new he shoes. Came along like a spider. Oh gosh, that was really bad. That was so bad. That was bad. Boo. No, so we we've got new shoes. He's got a player Tribune piece, an ad with him and Spider Man or Tom Holland. I'm still kind of confused what the characters were on that. It was Tom Holland as Spider Man and Jake Gyllenhaal who plays Mysterio. Yeah, but he like we're I never I didn't quite understand like were they playing Spider Man and Mysterio or were they playing Tom Holland and Jake Gyllenhaal? Yes. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, regardless, he's been everywhere. He's been on USA Today making predictions about free agency. Not really sure where that one came from. Was on the red carpet at the Spider-Man premiere. Like, he's been everywhere. He's apparently courting Zendaya. Is that a thing? That's his latest tweet. Have you have you seen his latest tweet? No. Yeah. Apparently. Please read. Apparently he's got a thing for uh, I don't I don't know I'm I shouldn't pretty, pretty, I shouldn't start rumors. But yeah, he's got a he's got a girlfriend. I'm pretty sure that he does have a girlfriend. That, that so I don't seems think, like they're fairly happy with each other. I don't think he's got a thing for her. But he uh, he was being a little uh, coquetatious with Zendaya on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> so, nice word. So she coquetatious like coquetear. <laughs> yeah, sure. <in> Spanish. <laughs> um, yeah. So she just posted a picture of herself at the uh, Spider-Man Far From Home premiere and uh just said tonight was fun (laughs) and donovan responded with yeah so dope (laughs) there we go so i think that i think you just kind of gave an insight to your dating life right there uh oh (laughs) yeah so dope that's sean's pickup line everybody that it is so it all kind of comes down to this. Um, is Donovan Mitchell the most marketable star the Jazz have ever had? Ooh, that's quite the debate. We could go on for an entire podcast about this one. Yeah, it's like we have a podcast or something to talk about it. Huh, weird. Weird. Um, wait, is this a podcast? Yeah, no. I thought it was just two guys getting together <laughs> talking about the Jazz. Well, you know. Are there, what, wait, the what is this thing in front of me? Um, but yeah, I like think about it. Like, Obviously, I'm not saying he's the best player by any means in Jazz history. No, no, no. But, but, marketability, but marketability is very different. Like, John Stockton, not a marketable player. Not very media friendly, John. Nope. Like, Carl Malone, I feel like, was there. He was, the, he, like, Carl Malone. A little Malone, bit, but not in the same way. I, mean, I don't know. Like, people, I think, remember Carl differently. He, the, Carl Malone was the number one vote getter for an all-star game once. Like, we're talking about, and so it's like, no, this guy, like, Carl Malone was marketable. But, I don't know if it's, like, has Donovan eclipsed that? Like, 
It's between them. It's the mailman well, or the spider. That's who I've determined. So like, Donovan Mitchell has a certain mass market appeal that I I don't think Stockton or Malone had. Uh, Malone, Diamond, Dallas, Page. Ever heard of him? <laughs> but he like Carl Malone was a wrestler, and that's pretty freaking awesome. But but Carl Malone almost <laughs> had to do. WWF or was it WWE by then? Yeah, I don't know. Who cares? I can't remember if it transitioned over or not. I'm pretty sure but, like, it was WCW almost, actually. But like he almost had to like team up with Dennis Rodman and like some of those guys and like go to another venue to sort of bridge that gap. Maybe. Like Donovan almost like naturally does that sort of thing. Yeah. Like, like his mass market ability is more like um like Jeff Jeff Hornacek back in the day actually had it a little bit. Cause he had, well, this is a take. <laughs> well, so Horny Horny had a thing, and the only reason I remember this is because I remember like my mom and like all of her friends and like the stereotypical like housewife book club type. Got it. They had like this. So Horny was basically like the Kyle Korver yeah. of that era. And, and I see, so he had like he kind of had like that mass marketability to him where it was like, oh look, he's so cute kind of thing. <laughs> um does Donovan have that? I don't know. Like See, I, can't I don't really, think I can't it matters. Really to how I that, that's what I mean. Like Kyle Korver had that as well. Like you had the pink jerseys or whatever. I don't think Donovan. Like Donovan. I let's be honest. He's not an unattractive man. But is, I don't, is he? I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, he, I really don't know. Like, I don't think. Yeah, I'm, I'm, ladies, please weigh in on this. Send us some. Send us some emails. Yeah. Send send us an email <laughs> to rmiller@ksl.com. <laughs> Let us know if Donovan Mitchell is attractive. But regardless, I don't think it matters. Like, can you like two years ago? We need your take on this, Aubrey. Can, can you imagine, like, a jazz player starring in Spider-Man trailers, or even vice versa, a Spider-Man being in a Donovan Mitchell commercial? Could you imagine a jazz player having their own shoe from Adidas? Could you imagine him, like, just being everywhere for a week during? the NBA offseason. He is like commanded this week. A week that's been filled with free agency rumors, all that. It's like, yeah, and Donovan Mitchell's everywhere. And and how quickly he's done it, I think. It's crazy. It's also the big thing. I mean, he's going into his third year in the league. Carl Malone, you know, your argument for like maybe he was to this level. He had to reach that level. Yeah, and he wasn't. And the, it took him several years to get to that point. Or at least a few years. It was then, a long time. It was and the then 90s, a few so. more to kind of build up. Even yeah, and more so and more no, and, and like yeah, Donovan's done this like right away. Like he almost like he hit the ground running. And that's what I think is different. Is like let's be honest, his play has been awesome, especially this last half of the year. His playoffs in two thousand. He's, he's decent at basketball. Yeah, his two thousand eighteen playoffs, amazing. So he has had these moments on national stages where he has kind of, I guess, like given reason for him to be this marketable star because he is really, really good. But that's this is completely different. This is this is marketability. Um, I think Dennis Lindsay called it's also it, a different age. Yeah, and I think he's really media he's like really good at that age. And like and so like like he, like Dennis Lindsay almost called it. I think he called it a sensation that he, they've got to learn to like taper it. He even said like at exit interviews, he was like, I, "I've got to talk to his agent, make sure that he is getting time, not just to like practice, but kind of get time to be him and not have to worry about all these obligations." Now he's young, he's hungry. I don't think he minds being on a red carpet at a movie premiere 
with A-list celebrities. With Zendaya. Yeah, I don't think, uh, like... Zendaya. Zendaya. I have no idea. Come on, man. We're old. All I know is she was in the greatest movie of last year, The Greatest Showman. What? What? what, Well, could you sing one of those songs for us? Off pod. Come on. Come on. Do it. This is the greatest show. Yeah, see? Come on, Sean. A little more. But, but no, it's awesome. Um, it, it is fun. I think that's more than anything why it's exciting to be a jazz fan right now is because you have a star like this that isn't just, hey, I'm really good at basketball. It's He's someone that will get on everything. And I think that does help people br- get brought into the team, get brought into free agency. You know, the jazz don't have much space right now. But I think everything will help, and it just makes everything more fun because – how many years have you heard complaints about jazz? No one's talking about the jazz. No one talks about the jazz. People will talk about Donovan Mitchell because Donovan Mitchell makes them talk about Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, 100%. And speaking of marketability and jazz players who are extremely marketable, the Jazz introduced three uh, second-round <laughs> draft picks today to the media, and they're going to be future Donovan Mitchell. Uh, yes. No, they're not. You know what they are going to be, though? They're going to be They're going to be followed by Mike Conley on Instagram. <laughs> Wait for it. Mike Conley followed me on Instagram the other day, so that was really cool. But uh, he's, he's not here yet. That was unofficial. That was random. That was random. That was random. That, he's not on the team. Uh, but Royce, Royce O'Neal's here. Uh, <laughs> you, yeah, you we heard it here first. Yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't hear Oh. You heard it here first. Um, I'm cool. I just got a notification. Just uh, let me turn that off. Uh, breaking news. Um, <laughs> Is there breaking news to report on this podcast? Um, actually, it might be. Let's see. Let's see. Um, no. <laughs> not even going to tell us what it is. He's big time. Um, no, it's, it's big time. It was someone giving me an update on Chance the Raptor's potential releasing their uh, his tour tonight. He he didn't. <laughs> you heard it here first. So you heard it here first. Um, yeah. Second. Cool. Yeah. So there you go. Um, not very exciting there. But yeah, we got some new draft picks. The fun thing about these guys, I feel like the Jazz fans, just the people I hear see on Twitter and commenting on our stories, they want these guys to succeed more so than I think past second round picks. And by these guys, you're talking about Gerald Brantley, Justin Wright Foreman. Can you name the last one? I struggle saying his name. Just do it. I know I'm going to mispronounce it. I'm really, really sorry. Mie Oni? I think that's right. Mie Mie Oni? I feel like. Smart guy from Yale? Yeah, smart guy. Uh, But the Justin Wright Foreman did say he was smarter than. Well, there we go. So, because it was like him and and Jarrell were like, well, we got degrees. He left after his junior year. And it's like, it's kind of. You can get your degree after your junior year. Yeah, he probably did. He probably just was like, I'm too smart for these guys to deal with this conversation. They, they don't realize that you can get your degree. <laughs> yeah. <after> <laughs> so like, dude, I've had my degree and like got it after my sophomore year. <laughs> it took you four years. I graduated. <laughs> Meanwhile, me, it's over here like I graduated high school. In a yeah, it's like, dude, I got, I got my, I'm like a semester away from my master's. Like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> I, I finished an MBA last summer. And I'm like, Justin, I get you, man. Took me a long time to get a degree, too. <laughs> Thanks, Mark, kids. 
with money and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so what, what were your first impressions of this uh, second round you know, trio? Like, the one thing I keep going back to, I think we discussed this last week, is the Jazz paid $3 million combined to get these three kids. They did. Like... That's significant money. So that is that's money. I mean, I don't that's know how, how much they, that's how much they paid to get Rudy Gobert. Like that to be like sure. And so that was two million dollars for a fifty eighth pick. Sure, that is insane. So like, let's let's. Let, I think we need to cut out the fact that these are second round picks. We got to see what the Jazz see in them, and that is players. You don't pay two million dollars for a guy that you are gonna fill out your summer league roster for, like send to the Salt Lake City Star. Yeah, like, and, yeah. and like maybe if like this this first season, sure, will probably be that. Like, I don't imagine any of these guys really making a roster. Could be they do need roster spots potentially, depending on what happens in the free agency in the next couple of weeks. Um, but I, I think it's more of a developmental plan. But to be like to throw these guys away like typical second rounders i think would be it would be it would be foolish just because the jazz with their investment has shown that they don't believe these guys are typical second rounders no and i think it's interesting that you bring up you know they 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 paid a very kind of a they in a similar way they paid cash up front uh as to what they did when when they when they acquired Rudy Gobert yeah um and i i actually think that's kind of a telling trade tactic because the jazz don't necessarily need all three of these guys to hit i don't think i I certainly don't think they're expecting all three of these guys to be the next Rudy, rudy gobert or the next donovan mitchell or that type but i do think they seriously want if not maybe even need to an extent but at least they they very seriously want at least one of them to hit yeah. Um and I and I think that's what kind of the cash surplus is. Is they they said, "Well, here are three guys. They they do things that we like. They do things that we need. They did good things when we brought them in for workout, some of them. Um let's figure out a way to acquire them." And and if there's a little bit of burnt cash, I mean it's burnt if, yeah. cash that you're using on your G League franchise. But, but yeah, so perfect if whatever. one of them hits totally then, worth the investment. That's worth it. Yeah. Uh, like just kind of like to, to slam home this point, the Warriors Wire on USA Today wrote an entire story about how the Warriors got this awesome sum of money for their number fifty-eighth pick. It's like holy crap, two million dollars for number fifty-eight. These draft picks never work out. We know they never work out. Like sure, there's the random outlier examples that everybody uses, but because there's only random outlier examples, they're, they're outliers for a reason. Um, so. Like, they're, they're great, great reasons. I mean, it's awesome. Sure, but, and that's but. why, but, like, to get $2 million from number 58, Golden State, like, they hit a home frickin' run. Like, they weren't going to use the pick. They were going to probably, the guy was never going to be anything more than a summer league guy. And they just got $2 million. Like, heck of an investment there. Um, but, yeah, the Jazz, they're going for it. Like, that's why you, you have to hesitate into thinking these guys are normal second-round picks. Or maybe the Jazz just knew that they were bringing Derek Favors back and needed some roster spots and were like, well, we got to get a bunch of second rounders. That or they actually have belief. One of the two. Um, but yeah, so we get our first glimpse of these gentlemen on Monday? 
Um, I honestly don't know what the date is. We're recording this on... Oh, Summer League. Yeah, June 27th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It starts Monday. So, yeah. Salt Lake City Summer League. Everyone's favorite time of the year. Get excited. Woo! I'm so excited because so I'm going to be there all day, every day yeah, during all gonna... of summer. Oh, wait. No, I'm not. You will be, oh, Yeah, you're going to be in San Diego. Yeah, I'm going to be in San Diego. But humble, Ryan nice, Miller nice humble there. brag there that I did. <laughs> <laughs> but Ryan Miller will be there. I will be there. Day. Every day, all day. Ready to watch That's all these. That's what's important. Yeah, we, we don't have a lot of amazing, cool people coming to this year's one. Just high lottery picks, I mean. Looking at you, John Morant. Looking at you. You had to go and get injured or surgery or something that I didn't research that well because the Jazz were never going to pick you. So. Yeah, he, had, he had surgery a couple weeks ago. Well, good for him. Yeah. <laughs> He's made Salt Lake City Summer League not cool. <laughs> it's a little less interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Jazz not having a first-round pick makes it a little less interesting. But these three guys should... Definitely get plenty of run because mm-hmm. uh, the Jazz also today, uh, we're recording this on Thursday, June 27th, released their Summer League roster. Everyone's favorite time of the year to scan that Summer League roster and wonder, who are these guys? <laughs> Most recognizable player on the team, Sean. Who is that? Uh, I mean, you probably gotta you probably gotta start with Tony Bradley. Yeah, that right? one would be he pretty obvious. He actually has some jazz experience. I know, obviously, not a ton, but you know, he was technically a jazz man for like a minute <laughs> last year. It's literally, not even like an exaggeration. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, so I think most jazz fans are probably gonna recognize him, Salt Lake City Stars, former North Carolina center. Uh, he should get plenty of time. Yeah, should get plenty of time. This is a big. I think this is a big, big summer league for Tony. Yeah, he's he's, he's the guy. He's got to show he can actually play in the NBA. Yeah, and and he's also going to be one of those guys who every team every year has the guy that you want to see his leadership develop. I think he's that guy for this year's Jazz Summer League team. You want to see if he can be a little bit of a leader to mostly rookies or guys who have even more limited professional experience. Um I think, uh, so I think there's Tony Bradley. Yeah, and he'll get, I think Willie Reed's also one of those guys. And this is what's in, like, Tony Stars. Bradley and Willie Reed did play together on the Stars. They so, did. but in a lot of ways, their, their skill sets, I wouldn't say they're very similar because they're different players, but they play the same position. I see Willie more as a center in the NBA. Tony is more of a center in the NBA, which might end up hurting either one of these guys. Um, obviously, they can play. Willie has a little bit of an outside shot. can stretch shot. out a little bit. can stretch out a little bit, so it won't be. I, I think they can. Honestly, you're kind of looking at a Derek Favors, Rudy Gobert type of thing. Willie is a little more of an outside threat, but not much of one. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, he's like, not going to like. Yeah, I'm like, I know there's some people that will probably that. say that. I'm like, yeah, if he's shooting threes, I don't like no. it, but. Um, which might hurt him just because of minutes, and both of these guys, I think, are probably your top two players in in the summer league, or at least, I guess, most experienced best players. We'll see what the new guys could bring in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think both need to show that they are will, can play. Interesting if the Jazz don't bring back Derek Favors, which. I honestly, I'll, I'll say this is not me reporting, but I just don't think is like, or I think is not likely that they won't. So I think he'll be back. 
that made sense. As of this recording, he has not been released. He has not been waived. And I believe he won't ever be either of those. I think he will eventually get his contract guaranteed. But if, that, if the Jazz get someone or find a couple people that they can get for $17 million in free agency, I think Willie Reed is a very likely person for the Jazz to bring up. I know they like Quinn Snyder especially was very high on him. Um, before he got hurt when he was playing with the Stars. Had a really good season with the Stars. Uh, He's one of those guys that his skill set will probably showcase pretty well in a summer league, Mm -hmm. Mm i.e. he'll just be dunking on fools all game long. I mean, he had pretty good G League before he got hurt. Yeah, great G League. He looked great. Like, if you went and watched the Stars game, you're like, this guy, why isn't he playing in the NBA? Um, so yeah, he looks great. Um, I'm really looking forward to watching the new kids because I think they will give them significant run. Um, Justin Wright Foreman. Justin Wright Foreman was born to dominate a summer league. Yeah, he's he's gonna have a great summer. He is. If he doesn't, I'm gonna be disappointed. And also, fun story. So we're having a three by three tournament out here. Sean, did you sign up? Of course. Right, we got our KSL.com team. Sure. Our five foot five and under we, KSL.com. We need, we need a third player though. josh furlong oh yeah josh yeah josh, get on it josh we're, we're um yeah so ksl.com sports team we're not actually doing this we're not stupid but um we we like our knees and we're old not good at basketball either but anywho there is a three on three tournament. But three on three tournament that is legit with can we get justin wright foreman and jarell brantley to sign up for that if you don't know, they're three by three U cha- national champions. That's Look it cool. up. It's a thing, it and it's thing. awesome. Yeah, it is a thing. Okay, so I don't know how we do this, but I feel like if they have like one bad game, I'm just gonna be like, "Sup, Jarrell? There's like a three by three tournament going on over there. Want to just go pwn some noobs?" So, how many games do you think we could win in a three on three tournament in a team of you, me, and Justin Wright Foreman? All of them in that thing. I will. I'll just play dirty as all heck and just let him go nuts. Like, that's fair. I can. I. I might be short, but I'm stocky, man. I can lay a screen in. <laughs> like, he wants a pick and roll, pick and pile all day, man. See, now, now you're describing my church ball game. Yeah, that's what we're gonna play. But we just have a guy who can do everything. Dive and all, he's just gonna shoot it from thirty feet. Or yeah, just shoot it from thirty. You nail it every time. Mm. Bam, bam. We I'm doing the, the shooting game. motion. If you guys can't see me. Bam. Can't see in an audio medium. Weird. Bam. Good radio. Yeah, great Bam. radio. Hit another one. Yeah, so I think there is some reason to be intrigued about this summer league. It's not going to be as exciting. We don't have a Donovan Mitchell-Dante Exum duo coming out like we did two years ago. Man, what an awesome year that was. Um, we didn't. Ha- we don't even have like a Grayson Allen who uh, got into a fight, um, got into a little pushy match last year. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to call it a fight. Yeah, we're going to call it a fight, though, because it's cooler. <laughs> Cooler. You know, he shoved a guy. Yeah, fight. Cooler. I guess. Uh, <laughs> sure. Yeah. So we probably won't have. We don't have a lot of like intrigue stories. Don't worry, guys. But but what we lack in intrigue, we make up for in, in Tanner McGrew. And, and this is Sean talking about Trey, someone you've never Trey heard Sean of. Fletcher. Sean, would you like to explain to us? And Darnell these... Edge. Are you just reading names or do you actually know who these people are? <laughs> Stanton Kid. He's reading names. Who played most recently in uh, Turkey. Ooh, the Turkish Wonder. That's the what Turkish they call wonder. him. They don't call him that. Um, yeah, so there'll be Josh a lot Sharma of... from Stanford. Did Stanton Kid play last year for the Jazz? That name sounds familiar. Probably. 
Yeah, there's actually there's actually quite a significant amount of stars players on. There this. are a lot of stars players. Uh, five um, of them, to be exact. That actually might be a stars player. That might be. Weird. That is not a stars player. Okay. So Isaiah Cousins, Treshawn Fletcher, Jarris Lyles, UMBC Forever, uh, Tanner McGrew, and Willie Reed are your five stars. Yeah. So well. And then Tony Bradley, but he he's would, technically technically a jazz player. Yeah. No. So I think there's plenty of reasons to be excited, and also it's July, and you get a little bit of NBA basketball at the Vivint Arena. There's nothing bad about that. No. Not not bad. So yeah, please come out. It's fun. It's basketball. Again, not as great as it could have been. What's the best player in this thing? Top rookie, I guess, the highest draft pick. I haven't even looked. Is that um, bad? Yeah, that's that's obviously how much we care. For I mean, for Cleveland. the Jazz. No, no. no for for the Jazz, outside of the, the three draft picks, you're probably looking at Willie Reed. That's kind of the top sell. I'm just talking about, like, the current ones. Um, John Morant is out, obviously. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Memphis did have another first-round pick, though. Isn't Cleveland coming? Where did they pick? Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland will be here. Um, this is – come on, Sean. Producer Sean, get on this information. KSL.com stats and information department. <laughs> oh, is that, is that me? Yeah, that's you. Is that me? I'm sorry. Oh, and the Spurs? Is that their one dude? Actually, really came and worked out for the Jazz. Uh, yeah, the Spurs are a thing. So, yeah, we there's – man, I, how long has this taken us to find the Cavs guy? Is ridiculous, by the way. Uh, uh, Lu- Lucas Simonic? Simon? That's the, Simonic? That's the Spurs one. Right? Yeah, Lucas Ma. He came and worked out for the Jazz. Really he's liked that guy, actually. Seemed like number a good nineteen kid. overall. Yeah, uh, a, he's playing, right? Yeah, he is playing. Um, he is on their roster. It's a top twenty pick. I mean, that's not yeah, bad. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and so I think your your main sell in this is all like you're coming in to enjoy basketball and maybe. To see, hey, if one of these three random jazz picks are good. And fun side note, Tony Lang is he? He should be in attendance. Old old friend that went over to the Cavs. Oh yeah. So yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. There's something trying to. Oh, Darius Garland. Mm-hmm. He's the Cavs guy. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. He is. Uh, he will play. So he is. He's gonna be the. Oh, and Nas Mitrulong, former Jazz guy, will be on the Cavs roster. Oh, that's true. So, or a jazz two-way player. Oh, and Dylan Windler, who I absolutely loved because he's the left-handed I'm, Gordon Hayward. I'm assuming I'm assuming that Naz is no longer a two-way player because he signed with the Cavs. Yeah, yeah, I would assume that. Right? I, is that, is yeah, that right? Yeah, I, I guess you if you're on contract with another team, you couldn't play for another team. Well, you're probably yeah. I mean, you're not under a two-way contract. <laughs> but no, the Cavs actually have significant amount of draft picks that I. Think I mean, are I'm no, I'm no. Dennis Lindsay, though. I'm no, not like no. an NBA GM, so I can't speak too authoritatively. Kevin Porter Jr., Dylan Windler, Darius Garland. Yeah, they they got a little bit. They got an interesting group of guys there. So, yeah, should be fun. Um, come out. Uh, we'll talk. We'll, like, Plus, we tickets are cheap. Yeah, and honestly, what else are you going to do in the summer? It's hot. Uh, yeah, and then free agency starts. Woo! Woo! Jazz have made their first move. Got Mike Conley. That was pretty good. Uh, Right now, I think it is a waiting game on uh, the Athletic reported that Derek Favors, to no surprise, is going to have meetings because why the heck wouldn't he? That was like one of the most like, yeah, duh, (laughs) reports. But 
Um, but yeah, Ryan fish- Miller and I are also having meetings right now. Mm-hmm. We're having me. No, so Derek Favors is going to act like he's an unrestricted free agent because why wouldn't he act like an unrestricted free agent if the Jazz are not going to sign him? Or guarantee his contract. He was going to need to have other offers on the table, and will he have other offers? Um, it's so that's kind of the decision. The Jazz for the first week will be dis- be trying to figure out if they can find people into that seventeen million dollar range, or if they can orchestrate a sign and trade with maybe if Derek Favors and a Dante Exum to get another player in. I'll I'm it's I'm just gonna go on a prediction. I don't think the team will look that much different than it does now by the end of free agency. I think the Jazz really like Favors, and Favors and Gobert will work with Conley. I am I'm going on record shot. I believe that. I mean I I don't think this is a bad status quo to stick with. I really don't. Uh, and so if the Jazz can stick with the status quo, I think they will. I think. I honestly think that's option number one. Yeah, I think. I mean, I do t- like there. There's that's not saying option number two doesn't work out down the road. I maybe it's possible, but I think something will ha- would have to change from option number one. Yeah, I think something sig- very significant. And I like I know Tobias Harris wants to come here. He he did express strong interest to in the Jazz. I've been told, um, but. I'm just like maybe maybe it's me. I'm not as enamored with stretch fours as it seems like the entire Jazz fan base is. I get it; it helps spacing. But I think what the Jazz saw last year was spacing was destroyed by Ricky Rubio, not by Derek Favors and Rudy Gobert. Um, honestly, there it's a handful of bigs at the four position that really really stretch the floor, that really make a defense actually stretch out and guard everything. Derek Favors is not one of those. But a lot of guys aren't. But you know who is one of the only point guards that you can drop back to the free throw line and dare to shoot every time? Ricky Rubio. So Jazz don't have that anymore. Think it'll open up the floor a lot. I would, maybe this is personal preference because I do enjoy Derek. I think he's a good guy in the locker room. I would like to see what the Jazz can do with Conley in that starting lineup with those two big guys. So maybe it's a little personal preference there. But yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll get into that next week when things really start to get fun. But for now, Summer League hype! And draft picks that are in the 50s. <laughs> we'll see you guys uh, during Summer League. Yeah. Yeah, uh, during Summer League. I don't know. We'll try to do it. Yeah, we'll finish Sean will be on the beach somewhere getting his nice tan on. I'll be drinking some... a Mai Tai, but I, I can bring... I can bring uh... Sitting on a paddleboard in the Pacific Ocean. Do you want to do sure. Yeah. Sure. Live podcast... And with that, we'll see you later, guys.